Medical information in this podcast is provided as an information resource only and is not to be used or relied on for any diagnostic or treatment purposes. This information should not be used as a substitute for professional diagnosis or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare provider or contact Changing Elements Acupuncture and Herbs before making any healthcare decisions or purchases. Hello and welcome to Changing Health Acupuncture Radio, where we talk about living healthy in today's world. I am honored that you are giving of your time today to learn more about your health and hope that I can provide you with some answers. My name is Eric Jackson and I am a licensed acupuncturist in Texas. I look forward to presenting you with some information over the next 30 minutes or so, which I hope you will find helpful. Before we get into the meat of this talk, I'd like to give you some information about myself. I am the acupuncturist at Changing Elements Acupuncture and Herbs in Denton, Texas, which is just north of Dallas for those of you not familiar with the area. I focus on working with people who suffer from pain, fatigue, and mental stress issues. I've been licensed since 2011 and have been working in Denton for the past year. I grew up in Dallas and received my training in acupuncture at the Texas Health and Science University, or THSU, in Austin, Texas, which was called the Texas College of Traditional Chinese Medicine while I was attending. The school has changed its name after I graduated. As this is the first podcast, I would like to spend some time addressing some questions and clearing up some misconceptions people might have about acupuncture. The first question people seem to have is, what can an acupuncturist do? Many people think that acupuncturists just stick needles into someone to help with pain and that's it. And maybe there's also this thing called qi, which acupuncture works by and it seems similar to the force in Star Wars. Well, acupuncture does work on pain and there are several explanations of qi that are rather wild, but there's a bit more to it than that. To answer the question of what does acupuncture do or what do acupuncturists do, I need to explain a bit on how acupuncturists are trained. Most acupuncturists do not practice just acupuncture. The requirements for becoming an acupuncturist in the U.S. are fairly rigorous. In terms of raw hours, the training of an acupuncturist is comparable to that of a chiropractor. While there is some variability from state to state, in general, an acupuncturist trained in the U.S will have a master's degree and the majority of acupuncturists practice oriental medicine. This means that although they will be knowledgeable in acupuncture, they'll also have some training in bodywork techniques and a bit of modern medical education so that they can speak with healthcare providers outside of just oriental medicine and they also have a herbal supplement training. Now that supplement training, that was at least a quarter of my education and it covers everything from 
herbs that can treat the common cold to heart issues. While there are tea and raw forms of these herbs, most acupuncturists prescribe them in a pill form, which are easy to digest and rarely have side effects, and also because the raw herbs have developed a bit of a reputation of not being the best tasting thing out there. Furthermore, acupuncturists will be trained in the use of nutritional supplements beyond simply the Chinese herbs and herbal formulas. So they will be able to make recommendations for supplements which you'd be able to pick up at a health food store or which you could get through them as an acupuncturist would have specific suppliers. So they might be able to get something that Whole Foods wouldn't. Because of this, acupuncturists can be quite versatile in what they treat, with many working to help others who have issues beyond just pain. As I stated earlier, um, I work with pain, but I that covers a wide variety of topics. That can be anything from a headache to sciatica to arthritis. I also work with fatigue and mental stress issues. There are many acupuncturists who focus on treating addictions, such as helping to quit smoking, um, a number who focus on women's health and fertility issues, and even a few who specialize with cosmetic procedures. And there are plenty of generalists as well. As far as treatment methods beyond just acupuncture, in my clinic I personally make use of electrical stimulation to help most specifically with nerve pain. Um, I find that it works very well with carpal tunnel syndrome and sciatica. But I also make use of cupping, which helps out sore muscles and things like that. Um, a number of acupuncturists will make use of moxibustion, which, well, that gets a little interesting, where they take a stick of mugwort and heat that up and place that over the body to warm areas of the body. But that is a indirect heat. They're not going to apply that directly to someone. Um, like all healthcare providers, acupuncturists must take medical boards to be licensed and need to keep up their certification and education on a yearly basis. At the time that I attended THSU, students were typically re were required to complete 870 clinical hours and see a minimum of 350 patients by the time they graduated. And these requirements are typical for an oriental medical program in the U.S. So moving on, acupuncturists do have a different take on how the body works. Much like osteopaths, acupuncturists view the body holistically. While a holistic practitioner can treat you simply for a symptom, such as an upset stomach, they are much more curious as to why you may have an upset stomach in the first place and what you and they can do together to make sure that this doesn't happen again. 
This approach to help is particularly appropriate for chronic cases as well as preventative work as a holistic practitioner is going to work to strengthen the whole body of the person and they're not just addressing a singular issue. They want, we want empowered patients who are going to work with us to better their health overall. And so as such, when I work with you, I'm helping to achieve your health goals so you can move on with your life. More specifically, acupuncturists are taught to work with the body through meridians. Now, meridians often get described as lines of energy running up and down the body, but the way I see it is a bit differently. I view meridians as an unrefined view of the many nerves, lymph nodes, and blood vessels in the body. And this is a view I came to after a study of the medical history of the Chinese who developed their anatomical model of the human body by studying cadavers. While their studies were quite advanced for the time, there were some things they missed, and most notably the ancient Chinese view of the spleen and pancreas is a bit unusual and off, um, but that is accounted for in modern training. That's been corrected. Many acupuncture points are going to be near nerves, blood vessels, lymphatic points, or just the joining points of muscles where two or three muscles will meet. And so I take my view that meridians are this kind of unrefined view of all these points and geographic locations on the body because of how the Chinese viewed their anatomy. Now, uh, Chris Kresser, who's another acupuncturist, he wrote a wonderful series of articles called Chinese Medicine Demystified, and you can find that online, Chinese Medicine Demystified. And I highly recommend that series of articles for anyone out there who would like more information on this topic. As he goes over the work of Donald Kendall, who wrote The Tao of Chinese Medicine, and that's a very informative piece on how you can integrate both oriental and modern medical approaches and kind of gives an update to the way the Chinese would view the anatomy of the human body. So now that I've explained some of the thought that went into the oriental view of the body, I would like to talk about qi specifically. As I stated before, many people view qi as either energy or electricity. The Chinese translate qi many different ways, and there are many types of qi, so the definition certainly gets confusing. However, when it comes to qi in regards to its relationship to the body, the answer is fairly simple. Qi is seen as the force that allows the body to live and move, and in particular, it helps the blood to flow. What this means is that essentially, qi is oxygen. This 
interpretation becomes even clearer when you see that some people practice Chinese exercises called qigong, which broadly translates as breathing exercises. So when an acupuncturist is moving qi through the body, what they're really trying to do is help the oxygen within your blood move to the areas that most need it. Uh, that's a very broad definition. Now that we have covered all of this background information, I would like to talk about something that is affecting many people right now. As I said earlier, one of the things I focus on helping people to overcome is fatigue. People feel tired, unmotivated, and they just don't have energy to get up and go. And fatigue is often a symptom of another issue, such as chronic pain or inflammation, and these can be tied to a dysfunction in one of several body systems, uh, usually circulation, respiratory, gastrointestinal, or endocrine. And when I say that I focus on fatigue, what I mean to say is that I help people improve issues within those body systems which are leading to fatigue. I'm going to focus on the endocrine aspects today as these often underpin digestional issues as well. So the endocrine system is made up of the thyroid, adrenals, gastrointestinal tract, uh, reproductive structures, and a couple other things, but those are the main ones. These glands kind of function as a house of cards. Each one is balancing and supporting the other glands in response to normal stimuli as you go through your life. Now, balance is going to be different for each person, and it doesn't mean that the levels are going to be equal. Balance is fluid, so things change from time to time to keep your body healthy. This is, think of it like a seesaw. You're moving up and down, but there is a balance to it. It's a dynamic, fluid balance. Now, much like that has a cards metaphor, though, if one gland gets overstressed, it's going to affect the other glands and throw the whole body off. We live in a high-stress society, and with it being an election year and tax season, everyone is more on edge, so practically everyone is under some degree of low-grade stress, and probably low-grade chronic stress. Now, just having a low grade of stress, that's okay. We're meant to be able to cope with this to some degree where we, sh we need to have a level of stress in our life. But if there's never any relief, then that's when everything suffers. Like a car that's run out of gas, chronic stress will tax the adrenals to the point of failure. The adrenals produce cortisol in response to stress, and if that cortisol production is never turned off, then you're going to have difficulties with sleep, you're going to gain weight, your immune function is going to go down, and your circulation will become impaired. Now, all that's bad enough on its own, but remember that house of cards. Now that the adrenal card is removed because it's not working so well anymore, the thyroid is probably the next to go. 
and this is because there are some adrenal hormones that help the conversion of thyroid hormones. And the adrenals can only do so much because they've been overtaxed by pumping out all that cortisol and that's not been turned off. So now the thyroid is becoming neglected. So low thyroid function and now you've got this thyroid issue which is going to mimic some of the symptoms of the adrenal issues and you you got to address the adrenal issue before you can deal with the thyroid issue or at the very least you're going to have to take both of them on and so the issue has now compounded now on top of this stress say someone also has not been eating well or starts to not eat well because of the stress now this is going to affect the liver and the gastrointestinal tract your immune system is located primarily in your gut and is heavily influenced by what you eat and the poorer the diet the poorer the, the immune system and the more inflammation your body has well down goes the entire house of cards and while that chocolate or ice cream which is ice cream is my comfort food of choice while that's nice if you have too much of it, it it doesn't help in the long run. So now you've got someone who's overweight, fatigued, and eating poorly and feeling terrible. Well, what, what can I do? What can an acupuncturist do? Well, before I even get into working on physical symptoms, I'm going to want to know a bit more about their life. Chances are they haven't gotten into this state because they have no stress. I mean, heck, that's the reason they're coming to see me in the first place, even if it's not directly. Now, I can't make your boss nicer. I can't stop your family from driving you crazy. But I can point you in the right direction to make your stress more manageable. I can help you to sleep better, and that should help out the fatigue. I can, as per my training, give you herbal and supplement recommendations to recalibrate your body, and I can point you in the direction of some great recipes of food that tastes good and is healthy and shouldn't cause reactions, or at the very least, not if, you're, if you have enough foods that you're tolerant of. Um, a number of people seem to have this idea that healthy food is bland and tasteless and well it doesn't have to be that way you you can in fact be healthy if you want to be and you can cook well if you want to and those those goals are not mutually exclusive helping you to feel better starts by understanding where you are in life and what you can control so one thing is sleep in total darkness and that will help the quality of your sleep um, you can also turn off the tv or the computer half an hour to an hour before you want to sleep start reading that book at night instead of watching tv and there are some mental coping strategies that will also help you to manage stress and I might be able to point you in the right direction, or there may be a counselor or someone else out there that can help you with that.
And you can also eat tasty, healthy food in appropriate amounts, and that will start helping your body to heal. So if someone were to come into my clinic and ask what I could do to get them feeling energized, I'd be looking at how their digestive system is functioning and also how well are the kidneys and liver working and also the thyroid. And after I've got some idea of that, which I'd get a feel for that through just a questionnaire, I don't use blood tests, um, a number of doctors do, I, that's outside of my purview, but I can ask questions and kind of get a feel for what's going on. Then once we've done that, I'd move on to appropriate dietary and supplement advice and then see what I can do with acupuncture to treat you as a whole and reduce your symptoms. I've used acupuncture alone to treat for insomnia and high blood pressure and um, even used it as a bit of a party trick to help a guy avoid a hangover, well, avoid vomiting when he was drinking too much, but hopefully he didn't have too bad of a hangover. Um, and at this time, I have two products in particular on my online store, which you can purchase to address adrenal fatigue issues. Although again, I would state um, it would be a good idea if you checked with me first or with another healthcare provider to see if that's a route that you should go. So before we finish, I'd like to give you a recipe idea, as I've mentioned food a fair bit. I've really been putting effort into improving my cooking for about the past two years. Can't let my brother one-up me on it. And I just figured out in the past couple months how to make lasagna. So I was wanting to cook this for my dad. Now, problem is my dad is both gluten and corn intolerant. So trying to find lasagna noodles without corn or gluten is a bit of a losing proposition. But I remembered that some people make their spaghetti noodles out of zucchini, and I've actually done this myself a few times. And thing is with, if you're gonna make a pasta, what makes a pasta a pasta is more the sauce than the noodles, at least in my opinion. The, the noodles are just kind of the medium for your creation. So I peeled and sliced up some zucchini and made my lasagna noodles out of that, and it worked out pretty well. I probably would cut them a bit thicker and boil them a bit if I were to do it again, but it worked fine with just that one ingredient substitution. And it's things that are just that simple that you can do to improve the health value of your food. Um, that's very simple, and it didn't take me any extra cook time. Worked out pretty well. In fact, it might have saved me some cook time. So, as we are at the end of the of this talk today, I'd like to cover a few important details. Firstly, and this is a national broadcast, 
but I do have a clinic in Denton, Texas, which is located at 524 North Locust Street, right next to the post office and a restaurant called The Greenhouse. As I stated earlier, I am available for phone consultations and patient visits, both of which you can schedule through my website, chelements.com. Uh, CH Elements is all one word. And you can also call me to schedule at 940-441-5404. Again, that number is 940-441-5404. My website has a number of previous articles that I have written, including a fairly technical review that I wrote on one of the works of Dr. Richie Shoemaker, who has worked with chronic inflammatory response syndrome, and that's going to relate to fatigue and along with a number of other conditions. I would love to hear from you with suggestions or questions through my website or my Facebook page, Changing Elements Acupuncture and Herbs, or Twitter at Changing Element. I'm planning another broadcast in two weeks, probably aiming for the 20th or so, and I look forward to speaking with all of you then. For those of you in Dallas who would like to meet me in person, I will be at the Denton Community Market regularly starting in April. And also starting next month, I will be doing a one-hour Qigong workshop at 2 p.m. the first Saturday of every month at Fred Moore Park in Denton. So that will be April the 2nd at 2 p.m. when that happens. Hopefully you will have a great day the rest of this day. And until next time, I am Eric Jackson. This is Changing Health Acupuncture Radio from Changing Elements Acupuncture and Herbs in Denton, Texas. And goodbye.